Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. It's kind of become a rite of passage for coaches to hire someone to show them how to build a business and get clients and create their programs and sell themselves right out of getting certified. Like you name it, there is a coach out there to help you move through any turbulent or friction point standing between you and having the success that you desire. The problem is that most mentors are going to be teaching you the way that they built success, the things that worked for them. And that's great, especially if you find a mentor that you're aligned with. You really like the way that they carry themselves in the online space, or you really appreciate the way that they're selling you into their program, or the way that they're making you feel inside of your interactions, right? There's there's incredible mentors out there doing really amazing things with their people, but Nine times out of 10, they're not teaching you how to make decisions for yourself. They're not teaching you how to tap into what feels most aligned for you. They're teaching you the proven system that they've figured out, refined, and moved people through with success, and now are promising you the same results that they got for themselves and for others. And so... What I really want to offer you in this episode is an opportunity to just take a step back from the world of mentorship and reassess what it is you really need in this moment. Most of my audience is pretty new in the coaching space. So if you are a new coach and you're dabbling with the idea of hiring a mentor, or perhaps you've already hired a mentor or two to help you create the business that you desire. This is especially for you, but this is for you as well. If you have been in the industry for many, many years, have hired many, many mentors and are feeling still a bit lost when it comes to feeling aligned in the work that you're doing. I believe that before strategy can really work, before systems really matter, before we can perfect your program or put together the perfect offer or refine your niche and and your messaging and really breathe life into your content, before any of that matters, you have to know who you are. Without the performative layers that we sort of embody as we enter into this space, like the version of you that shows up online, the version of you who shows up in session, the version of you that shows up inside of your marketing materials. And when you run workshops or when you go live on Instagram, there's a version of you that isn't the real you. And I know this because there was a version of me that wasn't the real me for many, many years. In fact, over a decade, I would say, I really battled with speaking because every time I opened my mouth, It had to be like this hypey, loud, bold, big version of me that I thought people needed or wanted. Compared to the version of me now that shows up, it's just me and my thoughts and the way that I present them is the way I would talk to you if you were standing in front of me. Like there's no performative layer. It's just 
that I know who I am now. And so I'm able to show up in that way. But in order to get to that place, we have to be able to give ourselves space to explore what does feel right for me, even if it's a mistake, even if it's not the way you should be doing things. What feels right for me right now when it comes to the types of clients that you want to attract or the way that you want to talk to them? How you want to set up your programs, the systems you think you need to have in place. Because the reality is, is we need so much less of all of that than we think we do in order to actually move forward and help people the way that we want. We think we need all of these fancy things around us, supporting us inside of showing up in this way, but we really don't need much at all. I mean, God, the first decade of being a coach, I operated in email and Google Docs. You know, I didn't have any systems. I just cared about connecting with people and keeping track of those conversations in an Excel spreadsheet and following up with people when I told them I would follow up with them. We don't need systems to do that. We need heart to do that. We need compassion to do that. We need we need a bigger reason why to do that. And when we jump straight from being certified directly into a membership that's being, or a mentorship rather, that's being led by someone who is viewing the industry through their own lens, their very limited lens, even if they created success through that lens, even if the success they created, other people are also seeing success with their methods. Even if that's the case, when we deny ourselves the space, the ability to really know who we are before we jump into a room where we're being guided very intimately to follow a very specific protocol to create a very specific result, we actually end up shoving our true self deeper, deeper down, and it becomes harder and harder to access her. This is the number one reason why when I connect with heart center coaches or coaches who really desire to show up in this industry in a new way and lead their clients from a place of deep empathy, deep compassion, to have emotional conversations about how their body's communicating with them and how normal it is to feel really heavy, hard things and that th these aren't things that we need to react to. Like when, when I talk to coaches who desire to guide their clients beyond just a physical result that validates them as a good coach, those models, those very tangible, systematic models typically don't work for them. It doesn't fit. Like, we can't start with that much structure and expect to create something soulful. We can't begin our journey in this very limited box where, where we're being conditioned to believe that this one way is the only way. And that's what's happening when we jump right into a container that's teaching us the right way and the wrong way, the shoulds and the shouldn'ts, the do's and the don'ts of being a coach in this space. We're being indoctrinated to a belief system that isn't our own. And it becomes very difficult to tap back into who we really are and what we really believe and what we really even want. Asking ourselves the question, what do I want without justifying it without making excuses for ourselves 
is one of the very hardest things to do in a world where we're being conditioned to think in right versus wrong. Just ask yourself that question. Sit in some silence today and ask yourself, what do I really want? And more importantly, what do I not want? A conversation I have all the time in my community is always centered around a free Facebook group. And as a heart center coach, a lot of the time running free Facebook groups just kind of feels icky. And I really believe that because having a free Facebook group was conditioned into us as this very systematic puzzle piece of a bigger structure supporting selling people into your program, we've kind of deemed it as this gross puzzle piece that just exists to push people into buying. And because that's the case, we instantly disengage from it. We, we're instantly misaligned with it because that's not how we want to be perceived. That's not how we want to show up. So we kind of like demonize the free Facebook group. I know that's where I definitely came from with it and why I ultimately deleted mine years ago. Um, but this is a perfect example. Like if you have a free Facebook group and you're just cringy about it, you hate showing up in there, but you feel weird getting rid of it because everybody else has one. And how else are you going to get clients? I want you to really sit with how are you justifying to yourself keeping it when you know in your gut that it's not right for you? What are the things you're telling yourself to convince you that you need it or that it's it's actually doing something for you? And then what's the reality of your situation? Like if you really zoomed out and looked at the energy that you expend trying to show up in this performative way, trying to be in there, even though you're resistant to it, you have like this parachute pulling you back from actually pouring into this group in the way that you really would want to if you felt aligned with it that energy is is that energy offset by what you're getting from it are you actually getting clients from it because when i zoomed out and did this for myself what i realized is that i actually wasn't getting any clients from it my clients were coming from other sources and yet i was holding on to this one misaligned piece because someone somewhere down the line told me I needed it in order to, to sell clients organically online. And when I, when I removed that piece and I trusted that this doesn't feel right for me, this is not meant for me, and made the decision to trust that whatever was going to happen as a result of releasing myself from the need to show up in this way was actually going to be more powerful in pulling me deeper into alignment with myself, with my clients, with the business I want to create, and therefore with the success I ultimately desire to move towards. And lo and behold, it did exactly that. When we lose sight of our true self, we stop listening to our gut. We have three points of communication with ourselves, right? We have our head, which we're all very used to. That's where a lot of our dialogue exists for most of us is up in our head, justifying, making excuses, beating ourselves up for not working hard enough, problem solving, being analytical, like all of that exists up in the head. And then there's the heart space. And we, we know what we desire in our heart, right? We know what feels aligned for us, but we don't trust it. It's there and it's speaking and we're aware of it, but we don't trust it. Sometimes we listen 
but not always. We always like see what's happening in the heart space and we pop back up to our head to like check to see if it's okay. And then there's our intuition, which is like our solar plexus, our gut space. And the thing about your gut is that it's speaking to you constantly. You're always getting little nudges, little winks, little pulls, little grips when things are right for you or wrong for you, when it's moving you towards alignment or away from alignment, but we ignore it completely. We don't touch in with our gut space. We don't allow ourselves to look there because we have no evidence that we should be able to trust it. Nothing about that feels predictable or controllable. So we, we just kind of bypass it and we move in a direction that our mind can make sense of and can, we can kind of justify with our heart. Right? If we are moving towards success in our heart, that means that if we're more successful, we can impact more people. So it makes sense, right? But in our head, if we're working with a mentor and she's created this success and all these other people have created that success doing this one strategy, then logically it makes sense that I should be doing this too. Even if our gut is screaming at us that this is not the right way for us, that that's not what we should be doing. And it's in our gut space, our solar plexus, our intuition that our true self speaks from. Our true self, who we really are without all of the layers imposed upon us, all the layers of who we need to be and how we need to show up and what we need to say in order for people to want to hire us, in order for people to desire to work with us, in order for us to feel like an expert in this space. Our true self just already believes that we are enough, that the way that we show up without all of those layers is enough. In fact, not only is it enough, but it's our magic. That's what makes us magnetic. You can't script magnetism. You can't plan for connection that is purely rooted in intimacy and vulnerability. You can't strategize for that. Nothing that you structurally put in place will cultivate that for you without first tapping into who you really are and how you really want to be seen by the world. The scary thing about speaking from your intuition and making decisions from your intuition is that a lot of the time they don't logically make sense. A lot of the time your brain can't comprehend because You've been moving in one direction for so long based on what you can see in the world around you, based on the evidence you have from what other people are doing or not doing, that that's become familiar and comfortable to exist in. Your intuition doesn't want you to walk the same path as everybody else. Your intuition is anchored into the truth that you have a unique path waiting for you. So when you begin listening to it, your mind is gonna start freaking out because nothing about what you're doing will you have evidence supporting that it's safe to do that. Like everyone could be building one-to-one um, -one coaching with like a scalable group model or whatever and you desire to just run master, run workshops for people at a really low fee. Like on the surface, it doesn't seem like that would be profitable. It doesn't seem like it's the right thing to do because no one else is doing just that. But if you come alive in workshops, you love speaking to rooms like that, 
And your intuition screams yes when you think about not doing any of that other stuff and just commanding a room full of people for one hour every week or two weeks or whatever it is. I'm just throwing this out there, right? Who's to say that it's not just as likely you can create financial, emotional, spiritual success and fulfillment running one workshop a week as you can from working with one-to-one clients? Like, it's realistically just as likely that you could succeed doing the workshop thing as you can doing the one-to-one coaching thing. It's just that when you look around for an example of someone doing that, it's really hard to find someone doing it successfully that way. But that doesn't mean that that's not meant to be your path. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, at some point, in order to build a business that is fully aligned, we need to establish a relationship with our true self. In order to do that, we need to start listening to our intuitive pulls. What feels right and what feels wrong? What feels heavy and what feels easeful? What feels spacious and what feels suffocating? And the things that you're engaged with that feel heavy, suffocating, pushy, grindy, hustly, Are you engaged in them because there's a promise of an external result that if you're able to reach, you'll feel validated by? Are you engaged in those still because the only evidence you have supports that being the right way? And by believing that, what are you missing out on? What other opportunities are there perhaps for you and you alone that you're not seeing because you're denying yourself the ability to tap into your true self and listen even for a moment or to give that part of you just as much trust as you give the intellectual analytical part of you. It's not about making your an analytical side wrong. It's not about never looking for evidence or doing your research or analyzing pros and cons or or whatever it's not about that but it's about it's about waking up the piece of you that holds your true innate wisdom the part of you that you can't explain the part of you that just knows that's where alignment is built from as heart center coaches we're all out here trying to chase an aligned business but we're looking to someone else's strategy, someone else's process, someone else's path to find our alignment at the end of it. And I'm sorry, but that's just not how it happens. You can borrow pieces from what someone else is doing that feel aligned for you, that feel like amplifiers for you, that feel like a yes in your gut, in your intuition. But when we become a copy of a copy, We're just building someone else's dream. We're not building our own dream. It's okay to ask for help and guidance, but in order to do that and remain grounded in who we really are, what we really want, and how we really want to show up in this space without getting clouded by the beliefs of others or getting pulled into creating a business that isn't ours, simply because we're under the guidance of someone that we admire, that we give so much clout to, that we put up on this pedestal, when we allow ourselves to get sucked in that direction, we no longer have a filter. 
for what to adopt and what to leave. So to be able to enter into those spaces and filter through the noise and pull forward with you the pieces that feel great, you need to know who you are first. So now I'm coming back to the start. It's not that mentors aren't a great thing. It's not that reaching to someone for guidance on a particular part of your journey isn't a beautiful thing. It's not that we don't want to borrow ideas and strategies from other successful people. That's not it at all. It's just, how are you going to know that it's aligned for you if you don't know who you are? How are you going to know it's aligned for you if you can't trust your gut? Are you going to get swept up into becoming a copy of a copy because you haven't taken the time first to tap into what it is you really want? Very likely, very likely that will happen. In fact, it is happening. That's what I see happening. It's like the pandemic of our industry. Coaches are coming out of their certifications directly into a mentorship and getting lost believing that that's the only way that they're able to show up, even though it feels gross. And then at the end of it, they doubt their abilities as a coach. They doubt whether or not they're cut out for this because the way that they've been shown to be a coach didn't feel good for them. And they believe that that's the only way. When really, if we strip away all of the shoulds and the do's and the don'ts and the justifications and the excuses and the beliefs that just are misaligned and were never theirs to begin with, and we come back to the truth of who they are and what they really want, we're able to explore how pieces of what they learn can be carried forward, but that we don't need to carry it all forward with us. And that we actually have an internal guidance system by which we can make business decisions from and believe and trust that they're going to move us exactly where we're meant to go. I don't think that we should be with a mentor every step of the way. I believe we need space to be by ourselves, to be in our own guidance system and trust it and make mistakes from that place and learn the lessons we were meant to learn. Because here's the thing, you can't avoid making mistakes no matter which way you go. It's just when you trust your intuition and you make decisions from that place, you're making the mistakes that are meant to be made so that you can become the person you're meant to become for your people and to live the life that you desire. The missteps, the wrong turns, those are all a part of the plan. Those are all meant for you. Even hiring the mentor that was misaligned and you spent way too much money on was meant for you. It was an important piece of your journey. If you hadn't hired that mentor, you probably wouldn't be listening to this right now. This probably wouldn't be the wake up call that you've been in need of. But you did and you are here and now you have an opportunity to take some time to be with yourself. There's probably going to be a lot of unraveling that needs to happen in order to come to a place of trust with yourself. In fact, I know there is because it's taken me years to trust myself and I still don't 100% of the time and neither will you. 
your mind is gonna take over sometimes and it's gonna look for the easier way or the more logical way or the step-by-step -step way, the way that doesn't create as much chaos and pain in our heart space and in our gut when we fail or we feel rejected or things don't work the way we want. But in those moments, it's just an opportunity to come back into a place of compassion with ourselves and surrender into the experience and a deep knowing that you are meant to move through this period of time in order to get where you're ultimately meant to go. And what I've come to know to be true, and I'll leave this here, is that the path you're walking, the path you're meant to walk, is the same one your clients are walking right behind you. So when you're walking on someone else's path, a pre-paved path with this light at the end of the tunnel that's, that's sparkly and shiny and appealing because that's where your success seemingly is, you actually are doing your clients a disservice because you're not becoming who you need to become in order to guide them down the path that they actually need to be guided down. And by separating yourself from the do's and the don'ts and all the expectations of how you need to be and you step into a new path that is uniquely yours, even though you don't know all the answers, even though you're going to make mistakes, even though it's going to feel uncomfortable and triggering and entirely uncertain a whole lot of the time, you're stepping onto that path knowing that you're paving a new way forward for your people to follow you in. I know that 100% of the time when one of my students is struggling with this and we reflect on where their clients are struggling, their clients' struggles are always direct mirrors of their struggles. So if they're struggling to trust themselves to take that step, their clients are also struggling to trust themselves to take a step that they need to take. If my student is struggling to listen to their intuition and to act on it, their clients are also struggling to tap into their body and listen to the knowledge that their body inherently holds for them. So by beginning to take these steps, you are having the courage to be the one to go first for your people. And in doing so, you're instilling innate wisdom in your body, in your abilities to communicate from a place of deep knowing what it's gonna feel like and how this journey is going to unfold for your people so that when you invite them to journey with you on that same path, you aren't educating them from a place of analytical thought or scientific formulas, you're, at, you're educating them from a place of innate emotional wisdom and an ability to compassionately hold them in a space of struggle, uncertainty, frustration, fear, anger, um, judgment, because you've been through that all yourself. In fact, you're probably still going through it. And nothing cultivates deeper intimacy and vulnerability than allowing yourself to experience the exact same big emotions you're asking your clients to experience and to open up a space for both of you to be in that experience side by side together and move through it together without needing to posture yourself as an expert or an authority because you trust that you're enough and that they're linking arms with you because of your ability to meet them in that space without judgment, without shame, without control. That's the most beautiful part. And that's when our performative layers fall away. That's when our burnout falls away because we no longer feel the need to race around and do all of these things just to make ourselves feel more valuable because we are innately valuable as we are right now. That's when we get to show up and just speak 
without pre-planning, without obsessing over, am I saying the right thing the right way so people understand me? We just trust that we're going to be understood by the people who are meant to understand us. That's when we get to create from a fully aligned place and we aren't worried about crafting the perfect message because the perfect message is going to be channeled through you in exactly the way it's meant to in that moment. So now you just get to be and you get to meet yourself every day as a new version of you and you get to invite your people on this journey with you to meet themselves where they're at, exactly where they're at, without control or judgment or shame or blame and guide them forward from that place. And that's the most beautiful. So when you think about controlling the success that you desire to create externally, what are you sacrificing in order to do that? By jumping into very structured mentorship where you have tangible expectations and financial targets and all of these things that you can check off a checklist, what part of you are you denying? What part of you are you silencing in order to accomplish all of those things exactly the way that it was presented to you? What happens when you're in that space and you challenge the way that you're being asked to do things? How are you being made to feel? These are all really important to tap into to see, am I on an aligned path? Or have I been called into a space that's for me to recognize that my true self is not being given the mic, that I am existing only in my headspace and that I need to call back in a deeper version of me so that at the end of the day, when I create the success I desire, it's mine. It's unique to me. It's fully aligned to who I am and therefore I don't want to run away from it or burn it down. I don't need to recover from burnout because I'm just existing as me. That's what I want for each and every one of you. So spend some time and sit with what are the pieces of the way that you're showing up right now that feel heavy, that cause friction, that create self-judgment, that are existing externally only and there's no internal root. When you tap into your intuition, it feels really heavy, almost like you have a parachute attached to you and you just can't seem to cut that parachute off. As much as you desire to, you think in your mind, as much as you're told you need to, you just can't move on it. Like, what are you resistant to? What are you putting off? It's a really good sign. If you're procrastinating procrastinating on something, chances are either that thing is not meant for you or the way you're trying to do that thing is not meant for you. Reflect on that. Spend some time there. Play with it. Don't let this be too serious. Just like open up a new conversation with yourself and invite enough space and enough patience to tap into what your body's trying to tell you. If it's the first time you're ever doing this, it might feel a little weird and your body might not say very much because you've never invited it to the table before. You've never trusted it to have a voice before. So it makes sense if it's guarded, right? It makes sense if it doesn't want to share. That doesn't mean that it's gonna be like that forever. Sometimes we just need to show it some love and some patience and try again and again and again until it starts to speak. And you'll know when it starts to speak. You'll feel little sensations. Your yes will become clear and your no will become clear, but you don't have the opportunity to cultivate that language with yourself without practice, patience, and trust. I can't wait to see how this changes things for you. I'm so proud of you for being here. 
I'm so proud of the coach that you're becoming. I know you have a deep desire to change the world through your voice, through your actions. And for that, I'm so grateful. And I'm here for you. If you desire to link arms in a deeper way, my, men my membership program is called The Secret Garden and that's where we can work together towards unearthing who you really are, tapping into who you really are and what you really wanna create and how you wanna lead your people. So if you're interested in that, you just have to let me know and we can have a conversation about it. I'll be talking to you really soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapobrin.com. See you next time.